0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Murder and Merlot.
1: We are a true crime book club podcast. I'm your host, Tara. And I'm
0: your host, Michelle. We are putting down our books and picking up the paper. Because this is the morning news. I'm very excited about this episode. I think it's going to be a
1: really good one. Me too. I got to go down a completely different rabbit hole than what I've been in like the last how many weeks of my life, right? To the so. BTK
0: rabbit hole. Just change yeah, it up a little we're bit. We're not.
1: We're not quite done, BTK. We'll do our book club episode next week, but...
0: Yes, yeah. I still have to finish reading the book, so that's why it's morning news today, but
1: it's all good. Plus, there's lots of crap
0: to talk about today. There's so so many things happening in the true crime world, so we're going to tell you about a whole bunch Mm -hmm. of them. Yeah. Yeah and first we'll just say that we are having a lot of technical difficulties tonight so we hope everything goes well
1: <laughs> yes and if anybody has an opinion on a better video mm-hmm. conference mm-hmm. thing then zoom let us know because man we are tired of zoom yes
0: yes we are <laughs> also i would like to say um don't you know you don't have to tell us on Twitter <laughs> about our bad audio, especially at the beginning of our you know podcast ventures. We got a comment on Twitter saying that we sound like we're in a tin can, and it's like yeah, we know, buddy. But then they went and deleted their comments, so I I don't know. They must have, they must have listened out further. Or, or? Yeah, <laughs> either they regretted it and they're like, well, that was mean, or they just kept listening. They're like, oh, okay, they got they got it sorted out a little bit better. <laughs> but like we know, but- we're aware.
1: i'm just impressed that somebody commented on our twitter i know (laughs) we have like three followers thank you like that's cool
0: i know actually we have five followers because two of them are us (laughs) right yes so we're pretty popular on the twitter (laughs) so whoever
1: you are um i hope you kept listening
0: uh yeah i hope uh we're doing better now i know we still have some problems sometimes but let's blame zoom and yeah we're also blaming our weather right now because it's currently minus 35 at least that was during the day like during the warmest yeah. part of the day today was minus 35 so i don't even know what it is right now but technology doesn't yeah. like to work in no. this weather so and you know it's been a long
1: time since we've done a murdered merlot weather update that's so.
0: true <laughs> and i mean we're in a cold snap right now so it's worth bringing up <laughs> it
1: is But I
0: do remember, um,
1: this summer when I was like, it's like 35 degrees up here. So we're just the complete opposite Opposite. of that right now.
0: Yes. And, um, we had some. Some of our listeners, two of our fans from the the beginning, Ryan and Shannon, they got married in this wonderful weather yesterday. Oh my gosh. Congratulations, you guys. I'm so happy for you. I want to say congrats because they are so supportive of our show and we love them very, very much. And it's very exciting. So
1: yes. And I actually, I actually got to meet your friend Angela this week too. So she's the sweetest and that was very cool. Yeah.
0: (laughs) In our, small
1: towns, man. I love them. Our, our <laughs> worlds are combining. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. She introduced herself and I was like, wait. 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 Do you know Tara? And then she looked at me and she was like, wait,
0: are you? It was yes. like, it was great. It's great. <laughs> she always she always replies to our fluff and stuff questions. Yeah. So yeah. it's fantastic. We actually were talking about that. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And then. Oh yes, from our BTK case, we just had a correction. Just a very small one. We said that uh, he was arrested on February fifth, in two thousand five. It was actually February twenty fifth. It's not a big deal, but which, yeah,
1: I knew that, and I probably just typed really fast, and yeah, you know, you know how it goes.
0: I missed the two. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. I just wanted to correct us before somebody else corrected us because I don't like being corrected, (laughs) even though I'm sure I've said some shit very wrong. That's fine. I do not Forever. take criticism well. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Maybe that could, that could be on your warning label. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Takes things very personally. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> and then I have two uh, true crime updates before we jump into our main cases. Um, the one is about the Lori Vallow case. And I know we didn't. Fully cover it on the morning news, but we've talked about it here and there. So I just want to give another update Mm -hmm. because I thought it was really interesting. Um, But the autopsy was finished in Tammy Daybell's death, but the contents have been sealed. So it's very interesting. I think something's going on there because uh, Tammy Daybell was um, Chad Daybell's ex wife and Mm. she had mysteriously died two weeks before Chad and Lori got together and got married
1: very mm, suspicious right. timing
0: and there was nothing leading up to it she went to bed with a cough or something very minor like that and then she just mm-hmm. died and then two weeks after the marriage of Lori and chad is when uh, Lori's children were declared missing so the timeline mm-hmm. is very suspicious i am quite certain yeah. that uh, there's some foul play going on in there so it's interesting to see that the autopsy findings have been sealed and um yeah like- that's Yeah. It's still. They know something. Yeah. They know something. That's exciting. So I thought that was pretty cool. And then another huge update from our very first case that we covered. Well, other than the suitcase (laughs) murder, but Green River Killer. Did you see this news? I didn't. So one of the Jane Doe victims have been identified shut up really yeah so cool and it was through genetic genealogy that helped identify yes. it so is exactly like um the case of joseph james D'Angelo. d'angelo it was was a family member that had submitted their dna to uh to one of those companies a dna company and yeah that's how they were able to track it back to them um, and it was, um, so the girl was identified as Wendy Steffens and she was only 14 years old and she had oh, run away. Oh, my heart. Yeah. So oh. she was one of the youngest victims or even possibly the youngest victim of, uh, Gary Ridgway. And she had run away from her home in Denver before she had been strangled by, um, Gary Ridgway in 1983. So. Fuck that guy. Very sad. Um, but it is nice that the family has some closure because yeah they've been searching for her this entire time and they just wanted answers. And actually That's I read incredible. This. Yes. So it's great. I read the article from ABC news and it looks like they had actually, the parents had tried to provide their DNA to GED match in order to try to see if they were able to link it back to her. To see if anything would pop up if she had children or anything like that, that had also submitted their DNA. Mm -hmm. So they had kind of tried this years ago. But uh, for some reason, the policies changed in regards to privacy. But I think they changed. I want to say they changed after it was submitted or something like that so for some reason they weren't given the option for their dna to be used in this kind of like investigative no work. way or like connected to others i don't know the exact details of it but they specifically did that for that reason but then policies changed and they they weren't able to use the dna Shit. for that reason so it could have been solved years ago but it's good that now it has yeah so so yeah uh, and then, so I think that only leaves one victim remaining that's unknown for Gary Ridgway out of forty-nine. Yeah, that should there be. There was, I think, there was yeah. only two that were unidentified. So there's just the one left. So hopefully, with the genetic genealogy, hopefully they can eventually. Hopefully, that put would a be name. amazing if they yeah. could give it's that family some peace. So important. I can't even imagine having a family member go missing and just have no idea where no. they are. No, man you would think about it every day. So 100%. So yeah. yeah, so that's my crazy update for the Green River killer case. Thought that was wow, pretty cool. I had not heard that. I Yeah. missed that this week, so. Yeah, I thought crazy. that was awesome. Yeah. Mhm. But that's all my updates. It was a lot of updates, but Yeah. That's all I got for that.
1: Excellent. Okay, friends. Grab your glass and get cozy. Let's talk about murder. Tink tink. Um, so I'm gonna start this week. Mm-hmm. I got a I had a story for you.
0: I'm so excited. I don't know any details yet. I've been waiting for this.
1: I'm I'm really upset about this one. I'm not even gonna lie. Oh yeah. All right. So the article title is Evan Rachel Wood says Marilyn Manson horrifically abused her for years. I used a lot of articles to find all of my information, but the first one I read was um, a Global News article from, uh, and the author was apologize. I'm probably going to say your last name wrong. Chris Jenselowitz. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just say it confidently. And that's what it is. Yep. Yep. Nobody's going to look into it. That's your name, sir. (laughs) Until we post it on Instagram.
1: Uh, Right. (laughs) Um, So actor Evan Rachel Wood, and Evan's a girl, uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) if you didn't know, um, has accused her ex-boyfriend, shock rocker Marilyn Manson, whose real name is Brian Warner, of abuse that took place over several years. She um, said, quote, the name of my abuser is Brian Warner, also known to the world as Marilyn Manson. She wrote, he started grooming me when I was a teenager and horrifically abused me for years. I was brainwashed and manipulated into submission. I'm done living in fear of retaliation, slander, or blackmail. I'm here to expose this dangerous man and call out the many industries that have enabled him before he ruins any more lives. I stand with the many victims who will no longer be silent." End quote. Wood and Manson started dating when she was 19 and he was 38. They split up in 2010 and they were engaged at the time. Wood, who's now 33, has previously spoken out about her abuse, but never has named who her abuser was until now. She had been interviewed by Rolling Stone in 2016, detailing what happened to her. Quote from that article, I've been raped, she said, by a significant other while we were together and on a separate occasion by the owner of a bar. I don't believe we live in a time where people can stay silent any longer. Not given the state our world is in, with its blatant bigotry and sexism, end quote. In 2018, Wood testified before a US House Judiciary Committee to help administer the Survivor's Bill of Rights across the entire country. Quote, My experience with domestic violence was this: toxic, mental, physical, and sexual abuse, which started slow but escalated over time, including threats against my life, severe gaslighting and brainwashing, waking up to the man that claimed to love me raping what he believed to be my unconscious body. And the worst part, sick rituals of binding me up by my hands and feet to be mentally and physically tortured until my abuser felt I had proven my love for them, she said at the time.
0: Oh, that makes me sick.
1: Doesn't it make you feel awful?
0: Oh my god, I can't imagine.
1: Wood also created the Phoenix Act, which took effect in January of last year. In an effort to help abuse victims, it extends the statute of limitations on domestic violence to five years from three. This provides victims more time to come forward, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. And since Wood made these claims on Monday, 11 other women have come forward with their own stories of abuse at the hands of Manson. Wow. Former friend Trent Reznor, lead singer of the band Nine Inch Nails, has spoken out against him as well as actor Corey Feldman, has made claims of decades of mental and emotional abuse by Manson. Manson's ex-girlfriend, Rose McGowan, has said that he never treated her this way. However, she stands behind the victims that are making the claims against him, as well as his ex-wife, Dita Von Teese, who also says there was no abuse in their relationship, but she's proud of the women that are coming forward, saying that their marriage broke up due to drug use and infidelity, but abuse of any kind has no place in any relationship. Mm-hmm. And since the allegations came out, Manson has been dropped from his recording label. His manager of 25 years has left him. He was dropped from two TV shows, uh, Creepshow and American Gods, he was on. And scenes for the shows that he had already shot are being cut out of the shows. Oh, wow. Good. Yeah, right? Manson has refuted Wood's allegations saying, quote, obviously my art and life have long been magnets for controversy, but these recent claims about me are horrible distortions of reality. My intimate relationships have been entirely consensual with like-minded partners. Regardless of how and why, others are now choosing to misrepresent the past. That is the truth. End quote.
0: Hmm. I don't know, dude. Okay. Because you know, uh, ele- and in the days sorry, <laughs> just you know, no. eleven people are making right. it up, right? <laughs> and right. who knows how many more that haven't come forward. Exactly.
1: In the days since her initial statement, Wood has revealed more of the abuse she was put through while, while with Manson. Quote, I was called a Jew in a derogatory manner. He would draw swastikas over my bedside table when he was mad at me. I heard the N-word over and over. Everyone around him was expected to laugh and join in. If you did not, or God forbid, you called him out, you were filled out and abused more. And she says, I've never been more scared in my life. Hmm. oh that's sad um with the volume of claims california state senator susan rubio has called on the u.s department of justice to investigate so like i said i'm upset by this Mm because i i was a manson fan um all of my angry teenage playlists have him on it Mm -hmm. um i went to his concert in edmonton in 2010 and actually had my very first panic attack at that show oh nice (laughs) good times yeah. It's awesome. I hate that venue. I like totally oh. felt like I was going to die. Oh but- <laughs> yeah. I've had that feeling too. <laughs> yeah. That's was funny. it, was it at the Shaw in Edmonton? Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah, that's panic inducing cause you're awesome. underground.
0: Apparently. Yeah. it's <laughs> <That's> funny. <laughs>
1: um, but now to find out he's like actually a horrible human being yeah. and it's not just an act for his stage show is just, it makes me feel gross. Mm-hmm. So screw you Manson for being a shit human being mm-hmm. and huge kudos to Evan Rachel Wood for speaking out and if you're not sure who she is um she's the voice of Anna and Elsa's mom in Frozen
0: 2 oh I didn't know that I'm also quite attached to her right right <laughs> uh, yeah good for her for coming out and it is it's so disappointing especially because of all the people are like, well, yeah, obviously just look at him. Of course he's going to be like that. And it just sucks because it's like, no, that's, that's not true. It's not supposed to be true. You can no. be a weirdo and not be a bad person. Like, come on. Right. But then it just sucks because then he did turn out to be a weirdo and a bad dude. And it's like, well, thanks for ruining it for everybody else. Yeah. and <laughs> That like, wants to be a little um, different, you know?
1: Yeah. And like I said earlier that um, Trent Reznor called him out too, but yeah. Trent Reznor and him have not actually been friends for about 20 years mm. um, because Manson wrote his, like, his book or whatever, The Long, Hard Road out of Hell. And mm. there's apparently a part in there that he, that Manson fabricated about him and Reznor sexually assaulting somebody together. Oh, that's right. And Reznor's nice. like, I did not do that. You didn't do that. Gross. And he's, and Reznor has said, like, he'll just hurt people to hurt them with his words
0: or whatever, so. That's so disappointing. So I I really wanted to get, like, back into that, (laughs) into that music, because it's just, it's great. But then it's like, ew, no, I don't want to support you, so. Right?
1: And, like, I was researching this, and, of course, like, Manson comes up on my playlist, and I was yep. like,
0: ugh. I know now it just it makes ugh. me feel yucky. Now I don't like it, it's all tainted. And we have Manson on some of our playlists, at least one of our playlists, our Mindhunter one has Manson. Yeah, in. damn it, yeah, bastard. <sighs> so I know. Cool. I am super
1: happy with the fact that like his label dropped him immediately. Yep. Yeah, he got kicked off the TV shows his manager left him. But like my husband said, he's like, there's no way his
0: manager of 25 years didn't know what was going on. It's true. Should hit the fan and he's like, well, I'm a bounce. I don't want to be a of hit. Yeah. But I'm not covering for you anymore. Yeah, exactly. It's good though. I mean, regardless. Yeah. Good. Everybody yeah. can drop them, drop them off the face of the earth. Yeah. Bye. Yep. Bye. <laughs> All right. You ready yeah. for my article? I am. I knew you were going to pick this article. Uh, I knew it. <laughs> and this one, like, it's a, it's a, a fluffier one. So it's, it's, it's not going to bring anybody down. So it'll be good. So my article title is, Has Science Solved One of History's Greatest Adventure Mysteries? And my source is National Geographic, written by Robin George Andrews. The article starts out with the bizarre deaths of hikers at Russia's Dietlov Pass have inspired countless conspiracy theories, but the answer may lie in an elegant computer model based on surprising sources. So that's right. My favorite unsolved mystery has apparently been solved. Or has it? <laughs> I don't think it has. Spoiler, I don't think it has, <laughs> but I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> have you read into this at all yet, Michelle? Um, I've
1: just heard people talk about it. Yep. I had seen the article and I was like, I saw it and I was like, that, eh, no, no, nope. no, 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> so I haven't really, really dug into
0: it because yeah. I figured you were going to. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Here I am. So if you have not heard of the Love Pass Incident, what are you doing with your life it is a rabbit hole that everybody needs to fall down oh, at 1 a.m. So cool. it is it is simply the best the best i love it <laughs> but basically 62 years ago in february 1959 a group of experienced uh, russian hikers mysteriously died coincidentally on an elevation known as dead mountain when the site was discovered it was anything but ordinary the tent seemed to have been ripped from the inside the hikers had only been partially dressed, even though it was in the dead of winter. No pun intended. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they had unexplained injuries, and even some of them had radiation detected on their clothing. So it's a very strange, very strange situation. Obviously, this has resulted in some pretty fantastic conspiracy theories, and I am here for them. I love them. Listen. We've got aliens, yetis, Soviet military experiments, and the list goes on. Like it's everything that I want in an unsolved case, is the concern. Totally,
1: and um, my vote is still for yetis. Uh, It will always be for yetis. Yeah, that's my vote.
0: Fantastic. But, however, on January 28th of this year, an article was published in the journal Communications, Earth, and Environment, where researchers present data pointing to the likelihood that a bizarrely small, delayed avalanche may have been responsible for the gruesome injuries and deaths of nine experienced hikers. And I can see Michelle out of the corner of my eye and be like, nope. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Nope. And yeah, I just want to say that that is boring and I don't like it. I'm not here for it. <laughs> no, and
1: I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, if you have to call it a bizarrely, bizarrely small, small avalanche, and no, that that's awesome. not going to rip the tongue out of your mouth. Exactly. <laughs> and take your clothes off. Right. And, you know, cut your tents from the inside. So
0: strange freeze your face in a screaming position you know all of those things so Mm. many things up until this point the avalanche theory has not been accepted by many like us because (laughs) there was no clear explanation as to how an avalanche could have taken place with no documented evidence of its occurrence left behind also it was the theory that the russian authorities were going with So this led to even more doubts, as everybody knows that they are infamous for their lack of transparency, and it could very possibly be a cover story.
1: Yeah, for the radioactive yetis.
0: Right, exactly. (laughs) Doing some weird experiments out in those Ural Mountains. Right. Some of the main arguments against the avalanche theories includes um, the incline was too mild to permit an avalanche. There had been no snowfall on the night of the incident that could have triggered a collapse. The injuries the hikers sustained were atypical of an avalanche as most victims die from asphyxiation. And it had been at least nine hours from when the hikers had cut into the slope to set up their camp from when they had lost their lives. Why so delayed? Right, you can't really just stop snow from from barreling down a mountain. Right. So. Well, geotechnical engineer... Alexander Puzrin, and I'm so sorry if I said that wrong. I probably did. Uh, He's from one of Switzerland's federal institutes of technology, and he was interested in this delay as well, so he decided to look into it further. He published a paper to explain that an earthquake could trigger an avalanche with a gap ranging from mere minutes to several hours between the two events. He also enlisted Johan Guam Probably also said that name wrong as well. I apologize. (laughs) He is the head of the Snow Avalanche Simulation Laboratory at EPFL, another Swiss Federal Technical Institute. And he was going to help Alexander solve this mystery. So they teamed up to create analytical models and computer simulations to try to replicate the events that took place that fateful night. So first of all, the topography of the mountain was deceiving as it was covered in snowfall. And although the slope appeared to be mild, it is actually close to 30 degrees, which is the minimum requirement for many avalanches. Then they addressed the snowfall. Although there wasn't any that night, the hikers had noted in their journals that there were strong winds. So that likely moved the snow from higher up on the mountain down towards the campsite. And finally, using the computer simulations, they determined that the size of the avalanche would have been quite small, about the size of an SUV. Very strange. (laughs) Michelle is not here for it. (laughs) Radioactive yetis. Yeah. Only explanation. (laughs) Say it once, we'll say it again. (laughs) That's what it was. (laughs) So from there, however, they wondered how an avalanche so small could cause such traumatic injuries. So you want to know what they did? They contacted the animators of Disney's Frozen. Random that you also brought up Frozen in your article. <laughs> Just saying. That's so funny. It's a, so funny. a a theme that we did not know we were, we were going to have today, but I'm here for it.
1: Well, if you would like, I could bust out the lyrics to
0: let it go. Oh, I'll get there. (laughs) (laughs) So, this is like, it's so random, right? You're never going to think of the movie the same way again, just saying, because I know it plays on repeat in your house. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Elsa lives in my house. Uh huh. (laughs) So, I've heard. (laughs) The animators from the movies did such a good job of replicating the movement of snow that Guam was able to use their snow animation code for his avalanche simulation in order to determine the impact that an avalanche would have on a human body. They also used information from a study that GM had done to see what happens when you hit cadavers with different weights at different velocities. (laughs) This study included 100 (laughs) cadavers. (laughs) Could you imagine working on that project? That would be horrible. No, (laughs) that's like the most morbid study I've ever heard in my life. And it came from a vehicle like manufacturing company.
1: But I guess they need to know what their vehicle, what kind of damage their vehicles would do. But I mean, I get it. Okay. Okay. It's a lot. But it's super cool that they went to Disney to be like, hey, your snow movements were pretty cool.
0: Right? That's really cool. Can we use that? Like that? Yeah. that's That's, neat. It is neat. That part's cool. I'll give them that. Yeah. Basically, in the end, with all of these resources combined, they were able to demonstrate that, quote, a 16-foot-long block of hefty snow could, in this unique situation, handily break the ribs and skulls of people sleeping on a rigid bed. These injuries would have been severe, but not fatal, at least not immediately, says Puzrin. Which I, yeah, I don't know. I have some thoughts about that as well. But. <laughs> it's it's interesting. Um, Guam never the less fears the explanation they presented is too straightforward for much of the public to accept. Quote, you people... You don't say. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Quote, people don't want it to be an avalanche. It is too normal, <laughs> end quote. That unyielding skepticism along with the haunting nature of the Dietlov Pass incident will keep conspiracy theories alive well into the future. And yeah, I'm just gonna come out and say, if you haven't noticed, I am one of those people. <laughs> and I refuse to let it go. <laughs> let, let it, it go. go. <laughs> I'm just. I'm, uh. I'm not gonna let it go. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't want to accept it. I don't want to accept this theory. Yes, there is science that can explain some of the mystery, but there are far too many questions left unanswered for my liking. Totally. Like, uh, what about the radiation? Number from one. Yetis. From the Yetis. How did an avalanche pluck the eyes out of some and rip the tongue out of another? Just saying. Valid question. I want
1: okay. If they proved, if GM proved yeah. that their vehicles could do those injuries, right? I wanna see I wanna see that test. Yeah
0: and I've seen people explain it away by scavengers, which mm-hmm. that's fair, but you can tell what it looks like when a body's been scavenged. Yeah, scavenged it's different Is that a word Scavenged. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's Okay. It's <laughs> it came out of my mouth and I was like, "Hmm." <laughs> I'm, I don't trust my brain sometimes. Um, no, but good. yeah, you can, you can tell the difference if, yeah, if it was an animal and also why would it specifically just go for the eyes on some, and like I said, the tongue on another, but like no other part of the bodies. Right. right.
1: And if they're scavenging bodies, they're actually going to go for the like internal Inter- organs. Yeah.
0: Intestines and all those goodies in there. The nutrient rich parts. Yep. Exactly. Eyeballs don't hold a lot. Sorry. No, eyeballs and tongues, not so much. Yeah, they generally go right for the guts. So yeah. yeah interesting. Hey. Um, also, I feel like a an earthquake would have been traceable. Like some like yeah. there would have been some evidence somewhere that there was an earthquake that had triggered the avalanche. Because I can yeah. see how that small of an avalanche could be left unnoticed, but I feel like there's I mean i don't know anything about earthquakes but i feel like there's things to detect earth movement right like you know there's people that
1: spend their entire lives studying earthquakes and the movements of the tectonic plates and exactly whatever right watched enough disaster movies to know that right exactly there's (laughs) Uh, always a seismologist or whatever the hell they're called yeah
0: in the immediate area where shit is going down. Right?
1: Exactly. <laughs> and
0: they are always the hero. Um, <laughs> so yeah, those are just a few of my thoughts. I have so many more thoughts about this case. But uh, spoiler alert, we are going to be discussing it a little bit further in the near future. Yeah, we that- will. That's all I'm going to say. I wait. I know. Me too. <laughs> I'm pretty psyched. So just putting that out there, we will talk about it more, but I thought this was huge news for, at least in my eyes, for the true crime world that they think that they have solved this yeah. mystery. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, very, I'm very I'm excited, excited to to dive into that case just 100%. Bring yeah. on the Yetis. Bring on the Yetis. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Especially when they glow in the dark because they're full of radiation. Oh, right? of course, yeah. Well, naturally. <laughs> Love it. Uh, so that was fairly fluffy, but yes, uh, I know I have a bizarre article mm. and you have one. I do and too. I, yeah. I okay. I've been holding on to this bizarre article <laughs> since like November. Oh, just waiting for like. Well, because I had other better ones come up. Yeah. In between right, yeah. but I was like, you got to pick and choose. At some point, I'm going to if the, it would let me open the link, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which it's not. Um, at some point, you just I just got to talk about it. So yeah. oh, let me just open it up here. Don't know why it's not opening. Because technology loves us tonight. Oh
0: yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the um, theme of Frozen, during my dear love pass story, our computer completely froze and shut down. And you know, it's it's a theme. It's a. It's theme. a theme. Yes, Minus thirty five, man. Not the theme that we wanted, but apparently Frozen is today's theme. Yeah. In, uh, in every sense. Who knew?
1: Well, I'm not going to talk about Frozen, I don't think, in this article, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I mean, okay. I, could, I could twist it to, you know. Yeah, we'll see. Invite Anna and Elsa to it. Sure. Uh, so my bizarre article is from True Crime Daily. Um, this is from back in November. Like I said, I've been holding on to it for a while, but it's a goodie. Nice. So the title of the article is Burglar Makes Pizza Before Fleeing Restaurant with Delivery Car. <laughs> priorities i like it and i've man i've read this article so many times it just makes me laugh and it's <laughs> it's really short but in fullerton california a thief took a break during his burglary of a fullerton pizzeria to make himself a pizza pie before fleeing with the restaurant's delivery car authorities said oh my God. the suspect later identified as 25 year old oscar sanchez broke into big slice pizza on november 8th he was arrested on Wednesday and Fullerton Police posted security video of the pizza making to Facebook on on Friday. Sanchez allegedly stole also stole the pizzeria's cash and tablets. Security footage shows him stretch and dough at the restaurant's counter, though. Oh, so he knew what he was doing. <laughs> he knew what he was doing. Uh, prosecutors have charged him on suspicion of grand theft, grand theft auto, second degree burglary, the possession of burglary tools and other crimes. And it was not immediately clear if he would have an attorney to speak on his behalf or, you know, if he actually got his pizza made before right. he got out of there. Mm, so, so
0: we don't actually know if it was complete. Yeah. And if. If it was good, like, yeah. was it worth it? I mean, I need to know the toppings. Like this must've been I a know. really good pizza. Like if you're going to take the time, you're
1: like, like, I'm going to, I'm going to run the risk of yes. getting caught in the act. Right. Just so I could make that perfect pizza. Like,
0: yes. And I would like to know the order of things. Cause if he was thinking he would start his pizza first, so then it could cook. And then he would do all the other burglar- right. burglarizing. Wow. That's a really hard word to that say. That is a hard word. <laughs> and I knew it before I was going to attempt it. I'm like, really? You're going to do this? Are you going to do this? Anyways, <laughs> priorities. You got to, yeah, you have to plan out your day or your, you know, event. And you got to start with the right. pizza so it can have time to cook and then do all your other shit. And then by the time you're all good to go, like, it'll be hot and ready. And like, yeah, you got to, you like got to warm Caesar up stuff. that oven.
1: Yeah. You gotta warm up the oven. You right. got to make your dough. Mm-hmm. stretch it out, you know, Yeah. lay everything out, man. And so like you do that and then you'd, you'd rob the things. Yes. And then like ding pizzas down and you're out of there. Right. Throw it in a box and away you go. You're all set. It's a perfect plan. Road snacks. Like I
0: hope yeah. you grab some Pepsi on the way out the door too. Like, well, yeah, you got to wash it down. Wash it down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, come on. <laughs> oh that's fantastic
1: yeah I love it I've been holding on to that one for a while
0: (laughs) oh damn now I want pizza so bad yeah oh my god that sounds great
1: (laughs) and there's like a a still photo of him just like stretching pizza yeah cracks me up
0: (laughs) that's awesome he just like starts tossing it in the air and doing the speed priorities man
1: like I I'm not even gonna lie I'm not even mad
0: no you broke into the place because I really hope he I'm got actually that impressed. pizza and it was good like it was the of, best pizza of your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Better have been worth it, <laughs> right? Awesome. Yes, yeah, so I also have a bizarre article cuz I just saw one that it just cracked me up and I could not just like hold off for however many more weeks until we do our next morning news, so I'm like that's do a, it. Put it in there. Let's do it. Yeah. Marilyn Manson's a big, gross pig, so we need some fluffy stuff. Yes. Yeah. And I think you'll appreciate this one as well. Okay. I originally saw it on the Bananas podcast's Instagram. They had a screenshot of it and I was just like, damn, that's the best. Uh, so the article's from BBC.com and the t- title is Texas Officials Apologize After Chucky Missing Child Alert. So... Like Chucky like the doll? Like Chucky like the doll. Oh my god. (laughs) So, an Amber Alert message that's used to warn of missing children was sent out featuring the child's play villain along with his fictional child, Glenn. (laughs) Screenshots of the message show the suspect was listed as a doll dressed in denim overalls wielding a large knife and the alert was sent out apparently during a test malfunction (laughs) whatever yeah they said we apologize for the confusion this may have caused and are diligently working to ensure this does not happen again (laughs) somebody lost their job over that you know it (laughs) totally it's so perfect so it has the like legit amber alert like information. It's got the abducted child. It has a picture of Glenn and it has its like details too like age five years old um, blue eyes uh, auburn hair (laughs) size is two foot three (laughs) and the suspect is a picture of Chucky holding a knife and he's 28 years old Uh, race he's a doll (laughs) (laughs) and he's three foot one in case oh you didn't my know God. um yeah so I just thought this was the best because you know like somebody put the time to like create this and there was a conversation that was had like should should I do it like am I um, should I do it like is it this I'm, gonna be funny I'm, right I'm gonna I'm gonna press the button I'm gonna yeah press the button. and somebody yeah, was like I mean we're gonna get in trouble but like yeah yeah you should and then they did it and then all of Texas freaked the fuck out because they're like what <laughs> There's I'm... a missing doll and a, a murderous doll in pursuit or I don't know oh my know. god I'm dying it's insane and I just love it so much oh my god I would probably shit my pants if my amber alert
1: went off on my phone and yeah. i turned it over and looked at it and it was fucking chucky i would
0: Ch- die chucky's on the loose lock the doors.
1: like i know my yeah. very best friend sister cousin whatever you want to call her yeah. is
0: terrified of chucky oh god she like yeah. her phone would fly across her room oh my god like... well because when the alarm amber when the when the amber oh, amber alam- Oh, it reminds me of the video of the guy who was what does he say? The Bamlam. He was trying to say ambulance and he said Bam Alam. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much the same thing. Well, words. Um, but yeah, it's like scary enough when you get an Amber alert. You're like, oh yeah. shit, like your heart stops and it's terrifying. <laughs> it's already <laughs> scary. And then you look at your phone and it's um. It's, um it's dolls. It's Chucky. Oh my Holding god! Holding a knife. You're <laughs> we like, shit.
1: This is bad. That's amazing. Oh my god! Isn't gosh. That the best? Is best. That's hilarious. Okay, so I have a really quick, funny Chucky story. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> you do, and actually. So, <laughs> so it in, it involves my my cousin Ashley, who's terrified of Chucky. Mm-hmm. But so you know, back when the world was normal and you could actually like go out into public spaces and whatnot, mm-hmm. and our our babies were little, we had gone to the spray park for the day in the sun <laughs> and we're sitting there chatting and all of a sudden she like gasps and reaches her hand out and like digs her hand into my arm oh and my I god. was like what is happening and she's like is that is that fucking Chucky and I was like <laughs> shit what and I look up and I shit you not there is a young girl she's probably about eight mm-hmm. carrying a buddy doll like a oh, Chucky
0: god. doll. oh god terrifying and
1: she's sits him down by the spray park and she plays with his hair oh my god giving him kisses and ashley's like you literally dude like we have to fucking go like let's pack up i'm gonna die That's
0: (laughs) iconic that's gonna be a future merlotto merlotter murderino (laughs) you know fuck (laughs) but yeah for real yeah they're Mm -hmm. gonna be They're going to turn out to be dark and twisty for sure. Right?
1: I was (laughs) like, I have so many questions, but I'm being dragged out of the spray park right now. So she just left her kid behind. (laughs)
0: Yeah. I kind of want to meet your parents, but I kind of don't. (laughs) Yeah. Sounds scary. (laughs) Uh, I also apparently have a funny Chucky story while we're on it. Um, Y'all know that I love Halloween. I love to go all out on Halloween. So a couple years ago. I decided to dress up as Chucky and I think I did a pretty good job. I like made overalls and I painted them and they were fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I did my face all scary with scars all over and uh, it was great. I loved it. It was fantastic and it was a crazy night. Um, but I use, I use spirit gum on my face. <laughs> yeah, you um, Because, you know, that's how you make fake scars. But I did not consider the fact that it's an adhesive and I am allergic to adhesives. So I put it in something that I'm very allergic to all over my face yeah it was not and good. dear God it was it was the worst experience um yeah. the next day my face was like pretty swollen, really red but then the day after that um because you know it was on a Saturday that I had it on my face on the Monday, I couldn't open my eyes yeah, it was bad and I texted <laughs> a picture to my mother saying I need to go to the hospital and I can't drive because I can't see. And I sent her a picture of my face and she did not think it was me. She did not recognize her own daughter because that's how deformed my face was. It and was it was really like, bad. It was really bad. And my husband likes to remind me to this day, every once in a while, he'll just be like, Hey, you guys! was <laughs> like an asshole, yes, because he said I looked like the guy from the goonies, and I did, and it was the worst, so, yeah, it yeah. makes me very sad. and my friend Raina, who was teaching dermatology type courses, I found out she was using my picture in her slideshows <gasps> no way. for her students bastard. <laughs> <laughs> she loves to show people that picture. That's amazing, uh. It haunts me. Worst time ever. Amazing. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. So that's my, that's my checky story.
1: Awesome. Love well, <laughs> let us know what you think about the episode. And if you have a checky story, please tell us. Or a frozen I mean, frozen
0: story as well. We'll accept it. Frozen story, please. Yep. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Chucky or frozen. Yep. And if you see a story we should cover, please make sure to send it in. You can email us at, at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at Murder Merlot Podcast, Facebook at Murder Merlot
0: Podcast, and Twitter at Murder Merlot One. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and pretty much anywhere else you can find podcasts. We would love if you subscribed, and if you don't, you're dead to me. And remember to drink wine, because it's not good to keep things bottled up. Bye!